Welcome to Learning Through Math, the podcast. I'm Laura at I Teach the Why. I'm Karina at Mrs. Cousins 5. Our mission is to inspire ourselves and others to keep learning and improving with passion. And hugs. You can find us at learningthroughmath.com and on Twitter at Laura and Karina. Come and join us on this journey of learning. Thanks for joining us. We are recording this in May of 2023. And welcome to episode 111, How Do We Fix This? Whew. Now, I'm just going to tell the listeners, we are just going to start this because you and I started talking before the podcast and we could probably yeah. talk about this for hours and hours and hours. Uh, yes. So we're just going to talk about a couple of things and save the rest for other podcasts. How does that sound? Yeah, that sounds good. Well, first, we want to give a shout out to Christine at CL Woodruff on Twitter. She listened to last week's episode where we talked about our summer plans. Oh, yes. And she said, I'll be at the conference in Indiana. Luckily for me, it's only 25 minutes from my house. Hope to meet you there. So I replied, let's find each other. Yeah. So I can't wait, Christine. We will definitely take uh, get a hug together and take a picture, and I will definitely post that on Twitter. Oh, that's so fun. Right? Yep. Okay, reflection for this week. Well, I think I'm done with all the state testing. At least I am for the whole group, right? Okay. For, for the fifth graders. Yep. And my reflection is I had fun with them when they were done with their state testing. Oh, good. One day I had them build different patterns out of the pattern blocks. Like I had them build different shapes. So I gave them isometric paper. And so they drew like a three, three length by three length by three length triangle. And I was like, all right, see what you can make out of hexagons, the rhombuses, the trapezoids, and the what which other piece of oh the triangles the green okay. you know the mm-hmm. standard colors of, of yeah, everything yeah, yeah. that we have and then some of them wanted to do hexagons and I was like absolutely go for it and I kept saying because they got to eight of them and I was like well is there another combination that you can make and P.S. Spoiler alert there isn't there's only eight <laughs> that you can make out of that but I kept saying are you sure? Like, is there another right, one? Right. Yeah, that was fun. The next day I taught them ultimate tic-tac-toe. Oh, that's so fun. It was, they were so engrossed. I was like, we got to leave to go to lunch. And they were all like, no. Yeah. But I also gave them the choice of Ken Ken puzzles, which I had printed Love out. Ken Ken. Mm-hmm. The next day I taught them Farkle. And again, you would have thought that the world was ending when they had to go to lunch because they Uh, were so, they loved it so much and wanted to keep playing. And then the final day that I was with them, I put everything back out and I said, okay, it's your choice. So some kids chose to work by themselves. Some kids, you know, chose to play games with each other. It was fun. Was there one that was more popular than the others on that last day? uh, mm, I think it was a tie between Ultimate Tic-Tac-Toe and Farkle. Mm-hmm. But I did have some yeah. kids that wanted to just be by themselves and do the pattern blocks. And I said, you could make any shape that you want, but they all stuck with the triangles and hexagons. Like they just made, made bigger triangles and it was right. fun. Yeah. They just, they got to, exactly. I don't know, be children. Fun, right? right? Exactly. <laughs> Imagine that. Wow. Yeah. Uh, 
Well, and I what have about your good news. I, I do have good news. This week, even though it was one of the most mentally exhausting weeks, because staring at children, taking state tests, and reading the script, the script was what was it like eight pages long? It was ridiculous. Really? I, yes. It was double-sided, like four pages. For the science one, it was so long. Do you not remember? Like reading, 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 reading. Like you couldn't take a breath. It was so much to read. I mean, I don't think it was anything more than usual. All right. Well, maybe I'm just so tired of it. I think so. (laughs) 31 years. I I could just spout it out without even looking at the... You may not have any electronic or recording devices at your... Person at any time, time during the test, or even a break, even even if you do not use them. I mean, come on, come on. (laughs) Yeah, and our state tests, PS, were on the computers. Lovely. Uh Yes. But don't have any recording electronic devices. Anyway, I got to spend three and a half, well, nights and then an afternoon this afternoon with Pam Harris with her Math is Figure Outable group. She did the You Can Change Math class challenge. Now, I'm going to tell you, Karina, they started it at, it was our time, 8 p.m. Uh-huh. Oh, the, boy. The first night, I, I didn't even go to the after party because I was so tired, like yeah. so tired. The second night, I didn't even go on on the Zoom on the computer. I just took my phone and I laid in bed and was listening and I made it till 8.36 and then I was like, I can't, Done. like- you know how you you just hit capacity? Yeah. yeah. I, but I was so, so tired. So I fell yeah. asleep, I don't know, five minutes later. Of course, that next day I woke up at 4.15 and stayed right. awake since then, right? And then Thursday, no, Friday night, I actually did the whole thing. I was super proud of myself. And then today was a bonus one, but I was out with some of my friends. And so by the time I got back, I ended up doing just maybe like, 15, 20 minutes of the regular session and then the after party one, you know, the, right. the bonus session. But again, like every time I listen to Pam, I learn something. Yeah. There's, thank you, Pam, for doing the work that you do and your whole team. It takes a village, right? Yeah. Yeah. And that's probably one of the reasons that I wanted to talk about what we wanted to talk about today about how do we fix this? Because yeah. it was something that that even Pam brought up you know? So let, let's jump in. You, I want okay. you to start. We, I yeah. just want to tell the listeners, we wrote our own lists and it yes. probably is going to overlap. And we know that probably. this means the educational system, you know? Right. <laughs> right. And I have nothing to share in the intro because I'm like tapped out. I'm. <laughs> you said you're at capacity. So am I. And this week was like the longest week ever in, in teaching history. I don't know what the heck happened this week, but Holy guacamole. It was, there was a lot. It was just, it, Tuesday felt like Friday. So the, when that, when that happens, you know, you're in for a long, a long. week. Yeah. And I, I'm, yeah. I started at the beginning of May calling it crazy May. And I did not realize yeah. how crazy May was going to be. And we're not even halfway through it. I know. I know. I, I, I don't know what, I, yeah. I, I mean, I, good no. news is we have only no have words. 10 days left with the students. Yeah, ten. But there's a lot. There's a lot to do. To do. And there. Yeah. Oh, that reminds me. You wanted. You forgot to do something at the end of last year, 
And you wanted me to remind you. Oh, ah, yes. What is it? Yeah, my what do you – how do you picture yourself as a ma- – or what do you picture draw, yourself as a mathematician? Draw, your, it's, draw yourself doing math. That's yes. what it was. Yes. Draw yourself doing math. Yes. Okay, I have to try to do that and see what if the if it's different. Yeah. See, I remembered though. Oh, God, I hope it's different. <laughs> I don't know this group. Oh, God, this group. Uh, but let's get into it because then I'll tell you about this group too. Okay. 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 So problem number one, uh, and I don't really have a fix for this, Laura, but I think just be- making it, putting it out there and being aware of it. But the problem is testing. And that is, uh, it, it, it takes over my day, my year, my everything. And it has... It, it crushes us as teachers because, you know, we tell them your score is not who you are and it's not, it's not, you know, it's all about growth mindset and, and look for the challenges and um, embrace those challenges. And, and it's about progress, not, not perfection, but everything that we say is negated by that test. Yep everything. So I, that is a huge problem. And I think the thing that angers me the most, because this is not how my education was at all Mm -hmm. as an outsider looking in, because, you know, I grew up in Canada. So this whole testing environment of you need to have SAT scores and ACE programs and blah, 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 blah. Like it doesn't have to be this way. It there's, I I mean, I went to university. I did not take an SAT test. Like it doesn't have to be based on a test. It can be based on, huh? I don't know, your entire four year high school career and the things that you did, you know, outside of school and what makes you you a, a well-rounded <laughs> yeah. student as opposed to just a test score. So you know, I, I think it's just very frustrating. You know, what really killed me is I had to go proctor kindergartners yeah. taking the state test. Like, yeah. are you freaking kidding me? They're five. Yeah, yeah I don't, I don't know what we're doing. But it is not good. Yeah. So my solution is we have to stop. Yes, we do. As a society, we we all, as parents, as teachers, we have to say enough Enough. is enough. Enough. Because we know it's all tied to politics and money. We know this. Yes. We have to be loud enough and make it stop. Yeah. Yes. Enough. Enough is enough. I know. So that's my that's my first problem. Well, that um, was my first problem too. I'm not surprised. <laughs> yeah, because it, it it does it it trickles into everything. Everything. Right? So yes. it, it trickles into my my next problem and my third problem. Okay. Um so my next problem is number sense. Not enough time is being given to number sense for kids because we're getting them ready, constantly ready for a test, right? And number sense is not really something that is tested, like blatantly tested, right? It's not like their kids aren't being asked, how do you solve this? Use multiple ways to solve it, right? Or how would you, you know, compare it to somebody else's? So like those kind of 
really critical thinking kind of strategies and skills mm-hmm. are not being taught. So because of that, it's ignored. Well, they're, they're not being assessed. They're, they're being yeah, correct. They're not. Right. 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 They're not yeah. being assessed. And because they're not being assessed, but it also takes that like instructional time is not being used on number sense, you know, because I get it. There's so much other things that we have to quote unquote cover that it's just not number sense is not on the top of everyone's priority list. And it is a huge problem. And I'll just say that, and it's the reason why it came on my list as number two is because of this week. So in the past, well, actually in the past two weeks, here are the questions that I've received from fifth grade students. First question, um, Mrs. Cousins, isn't 70 the same as 7.0? Okay. Okay. Question number two, Mrs. Cousins, isn't isn't one fourteenth the same as 14? Okay. And then question number three, well, not even question, but problem number three that I saw. And this is from a fifth grade student who is your top student on, okay. on a testing, on a state testing, whatever assessment. you want to score, assessment, right. right? Has a top grade of a level five. And when asked to model multiplication of fractions, which we had been doing for two days straight because I did like so much fractions in two days because I needed them to, you know, go back and remember how do we add them, subtract them, do all the operations with them. After those two days of doing that, still the model that was shown was one half times one fourth equals one eighth. He, He knew the answer. Um, but his model was not a model at all that represented multiplication. It was just a model that showed what one half looks like. So a, a rectangle colored in half, one half of it, what one fourth looks like, and not even like one fourth. It was a rectangle and one fourth was shaded, but there were no other parts in the rest of that rectangle. And then what one eighth looks like, and the same thing, one rectangle with one little sliver colored in and you couldn't even like none of the other one eighth parts were shown as well. And that was the representation of multiplication. So he, he's a rote memorizer. Yeah. Right. With zero understanding of what it actually means. Zero. Zero. Yeah. Which comes back. Go ahead. But a kid like that, right. Yeah. Will be ignored because, oh, he's a level five. He's fine. He's smart. He's good in math. Right. Right. Like Mm -hmm. all of the things that those kids get labeled as, and yet there is very little conceptual and representational, uh, uh, like thinking, right, and and knowledge with this kid. And when you talked about number sense, the first thing that came to my mind was they're not fluent, right? Right. And and just to remind everyone, fluent does not mean fast. Fluent means the kids are flexible in their thinking. They're accurate. Of course, we want them to have the right answer. They're efficient with their thinking and strategies. We don't want them to do something in, you know, 50 steps if they can do it in three for real. Yeah. And all while choosing an appropriate strategy. Like, and those aren't the things. Only accuracy is assessed on state tests. Nothing else. Right. You know, I had a kid this week. You just reminded me when you said that. Um, he had he. I was in a small group, and he 
said, like it was something to be proud about. He said, oh, I have all my facts memorized up to 16. <laughs> what did you – I, I would have been like, like whoopee-doo. Like, I, yeah. I, I mean, that's basically oh. what I, I just was like, okay. Right. <laughs> Let, let's talk about – because we were talking about volume. We were doing a volume problem where like the height was missing and so what would that look like or how would you solve that? He's like, I have all my facts memorized up to 16. I'm like, okay. I mean, it's just so, it's so sad that that's what people think math is and that that's what, you know, and that's what parents think math is, is that it's just, it's just, oh, if you know your facts, do you know how many meetings I've sat in and they said, oh, they're not good, strong math students or they, they have a hard time with math. And the next sentence is they don't know their facts. Of like course. that, that those two things almost always come together when you're in an IEP or yep. a 504 meeting or like a PMP meeting, like all the things where, where you have a kid who's having a hard time mm-hmm. or struggling, uh, it always comes out as uh, they don't know their facts. So that's the problem. <laughs> no, it's not the problem. That's not the problem. Not at all. Oh, anyway. All right. Oh What's your gosh. second problem that you wrote? Mine was the amount of paperwork and i also mean digital paperwork uh-huh that also needs to stop yeah i mean the uh, that plate you know we're always talking about the plate that we have as teachers and yeah. more and more stuff just gets piled on piled on piled on the whole like mtts system i listen i understand the multi tiered support system maybe it's mtss like i understand the the idea behind it you know right. let's remediate let's uh intervene for 6 weeks and then see what happens but like to and not every kid that goes to your school based team meeting needs to be referred as a special ed student you know right. maybe uh, you know what really gets me is the English language learners. Like, right. I don't know. Doesn't it take seven years or something to fully learn a new language? And they're coming well, in not even spe- speaking English. And yeah. you want to refer them for special ed, you know, in two years or even three. Like, what? Right. Why? Because they didn't do well enough on the stupid yeah. state I, test. I See, it goes back to this. It goes yes. back to the testing because it's it it had it's just back to testing. It, it's a they're a score, yeah. And when when you look at that and it's they're not labeled as anything else, then it it go it counts against you, right? Yeah. I don't know, I, but this actually what you were saying with teachers' plates being so full. That's my number three problem is teacher morale because oh, it's huge. bad. It's bad out there. It is really, really bad. Like, or worse than I have ever seen ever in these last 15 years. This year has been, and I'm including COVID and all of that. Uh-huh. This year, morale is pitiful. Like, it is so bad. Do you remember during COVID when we were all in lockdown and we were teaching? The yeah. everyone, the whole world thought we were the best thing since sliced bread. Give them everything. Give them parades. Give them, you know, limousines. Give them, yeah. and then the next year we fell below where we had started, where we were before COVID. Yeah, 
Like, we're not the problem. No, no, it goes back to problem number one. It, it, you know, and it's, again, I, I, I base that, the fact that teacher morale is so low because of the fact that testing is so high. And then you're constantly being compared to other classes, to other teachers, to other schools, and you're not given the professionalism that we all deserve. We, like, we are not, you know, I, I mean, so many times it's like, well, why is, I don't know. I just, I, I'm, I'm feeling compared, even though I don't, it's not like my administrator just always, like, they don't come in here, they are into right. my room and say, how come your scores aren't as high as these scores? Like those, those words have never been uttered. However, it's implied. Yeah. And, but my class is not like other classes, Correct. you know, and, and what I'm trying to do is not like what's going on in other classes either. So uh, I, I don't know. It's so many people are leaving. So many people are not happy. So many, so many people. There's not, there's not that like camaraderie. There's not, nobody wants to do anything outside of the working hours. Nobody wants to talk shop. Like nobody wants to, you know, sit as grade level teams and really discuss how, like, how can we can improve? It, it, it's, it's just, you're in and you're out and you barely make it alive. And that's how it's feeling. Can I ask you a question? Do you, do you eat with anybody? Your lunch with anybody? Yeah, I do. Every day? Uh, usually. Oh, that's I mean sometimes that's sometimes good. I don't. Yeah, sometimes I I don't. It it just depends. I lately I have been because it's just been ugh, Because you know? we need each other. Yeah. Right. Totally. We need each other. Yeah. And the comment that I had made earlier about what Pam had said and that I was going to talk about was that you know, basically like the people that came to these things, it was on a, a Thursday, Wednesday night, Thursday night, Friday night. No one's forcing us to do this. No one's right. paying us to do this. And then even today, Saturday afternoon, like, right. And think about like our book club members. Yeah. You totally. know, we're, we're all just doing this to become better for ourselves and our students. And it, I think we have to not get disheartened about everybody else. And Pam was like, focus on the ones that still have, she didn't say it like this, but, you know, still have something left in the tank, right. you know, like right now, I, I know you didn't want to record today because you had nothing left in your tank. Yeah, I, I'm pretty empty. You know, <laughs> I'm feeling pretty empty. But I I've always feel like after you and I record yeah. I, my tank has been f filled again. Oh, totally. And that's that's how I feel after we go. And that's why I, I do it, right? That's why we, right. we do our book clubs. We do all those things because it's at, it's that afterwards that it's like, okay, I can I can keep going. I can keep doing this. But I mean, I have questioned a lot of things in this last month. I'm not going to lie. You know, should I be teaching math the way that I'm teaching it? Like, is it really beneficial to, to students? Should I be... I, not that I would ever go back to a textbook and do page by page, but like it'd be a man. heck of a lot easier, wouldn't it? For I'm you, telling you, yeah, yeah, I know. And then I'm not the the black sheep of the of, of the fifth grade teachers, you know. Welcome to my world. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like I just, oh, you know God. what? That's why all of us black sheep get together, right? Yeah. Because we we know. Things have to change and we got to keep talking about it. 
Right. That's one thing we can definitely do. So listeners, my challenge for you this week is we need to pick a hashtag about how do, how can we fix this? Yeah. That's, that's not what I want the hashtag to be. So I want everyone to think of a good hashtag, put it in our Twitter on our feed for this episode and then let's start a movement. We, we need to. If it's not yeah. us, who is it going to be? And when I say us, I mean those of us listening to this. Yeah. Right? Totally. Thanks for joining us. We'd love for you to subscribe to our podcast and give us a five-star review on your favorite podcasting platform. We invite you to join the conversation on Twitter by using the hashtag learningthroughmath. We'd love to hear your feedback. Make sure to tag us at Laura and Karina. It's always a pleasure to talk to you. To you too.